Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, DJs, it is Friday, December 8th. We've got NFL Week 14 bets, NBA, NHL 2. I'm Mad Max, joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, as I said yesterday, the Pittsburgh Steelers are closer to a bottom five team than they are a top 10 team, and they proved it last night by losing to the worst of the worst. Well, not only that, but I think the other thing you said is Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky can't tell the difference. Can't tell the difference. Um, you know, I, I was uh, yapping with Drago, our resident Steeler fan. He's finally admitted Steelers are garbage, but he's pointing way too much direction towards Mike Tomlin. I take exception to that. I take exception to pointing the finger at Tomlin. Um, and I even made the point. I was like, listen, it's quarterback. It's Pickett. He still thinks Pickett could be the guy. And I'm like, if Patrick Mahomes was on the Steelers, if Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Kirk fucking Cousins was on the Steelers, we wouldn't hate this team. It's a quarterback problem. Not an offensive coordinator problem. Not a head coach problem. It's a quarterback problem. And they're going to have to address it in the offseason. I also think it's a uh, uh, offensive line issue, right? I mean, uh, let's let's look where it, the, yes. yeah, let's look where the Pittsburgh Steelers are ranked. I, I would guarantee that they're probably ranked one of the worst in the league. I'm scrolling down. 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 Twenty seventh, twenty seventh ranked in the league. Their offensive line. So I mean, uh, let's see this one. This is this is Pro Football. Pro Football usually has. Let's see if they give them to me for free. Yeah, let's see where Pro Football has them at. They've got them at 20th, so a little bit better. So I'm uh, like, not a great offensive line, but yeah, quarterback, totally, totally quarterback. And I think there's quarterbacks out there, or there will be quarterbacks out there to fulfill that need for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is not head coach. You're telling me it's Mike Tomlin? You like, honestly, just get the fuck out of town. 
stop it. Just fucking stop that noise. I I, I don't want to hear it because they fire Mike Tomlin or Mike Tomlin leaves. There'll, there'll be teams that would fire their head coach. Straight oh, up yeah. fucking fire their head coach to hire this guy. I'll take him. Raiders. Tomlin would look great in Las Vegas. Oh, my God. That's a perfect fit, man. Holy shit. That's, I don't think Davis would know what to do with a quality coach. I, I don't know. I don't. But fucking New England. Imagine that shifting in and stealing fucking Bill Belichick's thunder after that. I mean, Carolina would straight up murder him for like there's teams out there that would absolutely kill for Tomlin. So stop. Stop with the finger pointing at Tomlin. Offensive line is horrible. Quarterback isn't very good either. You can get by with a bad offensive line if your quarterback is elite. Joe Burrow did it, right? Joe Burrow mm-hmm. fucking dealt with a bad offensive line for many years. And um, I think an elite quarterback can get you through that or mask that. But really, they got to address the offensive line. They got to get quarterback. It's a similar fucking story with the New York Giants, man. The New York Giants, they did. Why did they do so well last year? Because Brian Dabble's a hell of a fucking coach. And their offensive line was shit, and their quarterback was average, and their wide receiving core was below average, and their running back was really fucking good. I can't even say that the fucking Steelers have a really great fucking running back. They got a good running back, but not a great one. This yeah, he's team not explosive is, at all. Is 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 what seven and six now because they lost yesterday. Seven wins because Mike Tomlin's a hell of a fucking coach, and that's that's it. That is it. You know, you talk about these offensive lines. I. You've got the rankings in front of you, but I bet we can probably find a correlation between shitty offensive lines and injured quarterbacks. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was looking at the the other one I thought was better. It was the midseason offensive line rankings. Was This was this was just uh, – no, let me pull pro football. Pro football is more recent. This was updated. Yeah, this is updated last week. So let's see. Um yeah, no, there you go. Minnesota Vikings have the third best offensive line, and they lost their quarterback. But let's see. Cowboys, uh, Colts have the fifth best. They lost their quarterback. It's not looking good, Panther. Browns, seventh. They lost their quarterback. <laughs> uh, let's see. Raiders. Raiders fired their quarterback. Um, who else lost their quarterback? Uh Steelers, Bengals, Steelers, Bengals, 20th, 21st, Jets. Uh, Jets have a bad offensive line, too, I think. Where are the Jets? Uh, Panthers, uh, Jets, 26th. There you go. They lost their quarterback. Jacksonville Jaguars, 28th. They just lost their quarterback for a little bit. Justin Fields Uh, Giants, Giants, 31st. uh, Tennessee Titans, and they they lost Tannehill. Yeah, I I think, listen, I, I think... There is a strong correlation between and, and the types of injuries are different for each quarterback, right? I mean, you're talking about guys that are getting shoulder injuries or, you know, maybe even, um, you know, back injuries, neck injuries, or, you know, uh, uh, even some knee injuries. Those, those are guys that are being sacked all the time. Guys that are popping ankles or, you know, uh, fucking MCLs or ACLs. I, it could be pressure. You know, could be trying to move out of the pocket and, and getting pressure. Oftentimes, it's them just trying to, you know, run around and, and do stuff that they shouldn't be doing. But anyway, Pittsburgh Steelers fall once again. That muddies the fucking playoff picture for sure over there in the AFC. And now we've got a lot of NFL to get to. We're going to cover every single game in a row, starting with, we talked about the Jets. We got Houston uh, visiting New Jersey here. Houston, minus three and a half. 
Panther, where are you at? Okay, so full disclosure, so the DJs can figure out why things are going different in this show. Panther's getting old. My Alzheimer's is setting in. And somehow, I fucking forgot to write down all the picks. So, I wasn't going to call you out. I was not going to call you out. Myself I was... <laughs> out because, because this isn't how we do the show. They're like, wait, why is Max? What's going on here? Why? This is like <laughs> Panther fucked up. Weird. It's going to be another 50-minute show because Panther fucked up. I own it. But shit, we love talking football. So we're going to talk about the Jets and hosting the Texans. I don't think weather plays a factor. It probably will rain. I know we're supposed to get some rain this weekend. Uh, northeast, you guys probably get some rain. But it's not going to be too bitterly cold. So still some mild weather. Don't think that's going to play too much of a factor. The difference between these two teams offensively is just night and day. I think the Jets got a decent defense. But what C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans offense can do offensively, I, I it, it takes them 17 points to win this game. The Jets are garbage. They are New England garbage. They're bottom five garbage and never getting out of it. I've only got a late three and a half. This screams trap. I hate it. It smells. But I'm going dick first. Give me the text. Minus three and a half for 25 bucks. I, I mean, yes and no. It, it does. Again, you're getting the home three for the Jets. So you're putting this in Houston at six and a half. I think that's light. You know, I don't think it's trappish light, but I think it's light. Houston should be an eight-point favorite at home, minus the three. They should be a five-point favorite on the road, right? Three and a half, yeah, it's it's getting worse. So I think that, you know, at least – I mean, I hate the hook, you know, but I think they cover the hook anyway. I'm all over Houston in this one. I think Houston's playoff bound. I think the Jets are fucking lottery bound. Maybe they can trade that lottery pick to get Devontae Adams into uh, Jets green next year to partner up with a healthy Aaron Rodgers. That could be their future right there. Um, Zach Wilson getting the start this week, Sex Panther. Uh, he's number, QB number one. Once again, they, of course, uh, cut Mike White. They've got Trevor Simeon and uh, Brett Ripien, uh, who got cut by the Rams. So their quarterback room not looking pretty right now with, uh, I was about to call him Mark Sanchez, but yeah, <laughs> with Zach Wilson fucking leading the way. So full, not just moral support. Full support here. $25 bet on Houston. Brings us up to game number two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, divisional matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta leading that division right now. Atlanta at home, not even getting the home three. Only minus two and a half. Trappy, trappy, trappy. In fact, depending on what you want, you can get the Buccaneers plus two and a half. You can get the Falcons minus one and a half. You bet in this one. Um... No, I, I, no, I'm not going to bet it, but here's the thing. Tampa Bay, I think when we talk about the Buccaneers, we talk, we, we can name the players, right? We, we, we think Tampa Bay is better and somehow they have five wins, but for the life of me, I can't remember the last time they won a game. It feels like they haven't won a game in two months. Now they're a game behind the Falcons. They could really muddy that division by winning this game. But Atlanta has really shown that they're, they're starting to gel offensively. They've got a good thing going with their running back situation. The wide receivers have been adequate. And Ryder hasn't been terrible at quarterback. The Falcons' defense is solid. I think they have more explosiveness than the Buccaneers. I, I just can't put a finger on the Buccaneers. I, there's no 
identity with this team. They have no explosiveness. They have no running game. Baker Mayfield can't really move the ball. I I just I'm done with Tampa Bay. I, I really don't think I can be on this team anymore unless they're playing like the Jets or New England or something like that. And this game, I at home, I like the Falcons. Not enough to bet them, but I'll lean the Falcons pretty hard. I'll lean Tampa Bay in this one. I've got this as a two-point game, so with that two-and-a-half hook, then I'm going to lean Tampa Bay. I think Atlanta wins this one. If you look at Tampa Bay, they started the season off 3-1. and one. They've subsequently only won two games since then. The last time they won a game, Sex Panther, was last week. They did beat the Carolina Panthers, but it still feels like the last that time they won a game. That <laughs> feels like the last time they won a game was in week two. So it has been a long time, uh, mentally at least, for this Tampa Bay team of when they were a winning football team. They are not one right now. Atlanta looks to be playoff bound right now. I think with the win here, they kind of solidify the division. Uh, I think they win this game, but I'm going to lean Tampa Bay with the points. All right, over another divisional matchup, big divisional matchup here, as the Detroit Lions on the road in Chicago taking on the Bears. Um, You can get the Lions minus three, or you can get the Bears plus three and a half. You bet in this one. I will bet this one. You know, the, the Bears with Justin Fields do at least have an element of explosiveness. Justin Fields can break it wide open with his legs at any given moment. He's got a nice arm. DJ, Him and DJ Moore, I mean, it was a few months ago, but they had that huge game. Uh, I think it was on Thursday Night Football. So they're very capable, and Detroit's defense isn't good. I mean, it's not as bad as it was last year, but this is not a good Lions defense. Hello, Green Bay Packers on Thanksgiving Day. But still... Detroit, after that loss two weeks ago, I said they would rebound. They did. Usually they're good for two or three games, and then they'll find another way to get a really bad, ugly loss. I don't think this is the one. Detroit is in a position here to really solidify themselves, lock up the division, and you know get themselves ready for the playoffs. Minus three, I can get there. I'll lay the three points with 25 bucks on the Lions. Yeah, I'll give you some moral support in this one. Uh, Lions, very good on the road, 5-1 and one on the road this year. Uh, looking at their their offensive players, their top three offensive players, I mean, Jared Goff is thrown for 3,300 yards, 20 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Uh, David Montgomery's on pace to be a 1,000-yard rusher. Amon St. Brown's already got 1,000 yards receiving and 6 touchdowns. It's an offensive team right here, man. It's a very complete offensive team. But Oh, by the way, uh, David Montgomery also has some support around him from a uh, running back situation. Uh, and you know, Amos and Brand also has got some wide receiver help as well. You know, So this is a very complete team offensively. It's the defense that really fucking is the black eye for this goddamn Detroit Lions team. Unfortunately for them, it could be their doom because you look around the NFC, Philadelphia, very capable defense, Dallas, Pretty good defense as well. Uh, San Francisco, elite defense. I mean, it's going to be tough for Detroit to to balance that out, right? Uh, fortunately for them, the Bears, I feel, even with Justin Fields, are limited of what they can do offensively. I don't think they can keep up with Detroit here. You know, divisional games are weird. It's at home in Chicago. Uh, so it, weather could be a factor here, you know. So I get that. But yeah, I, I'll lean Detroit with you in that one. Okay. Uh, let's 
do that. I'm highlighting the games that we're at least agreeing with so we can put a parlay together later. Um, moving on to Cleveland, where the Jacksonville Jaguars are in town. Now, this is a little bit of a weird one, too. I don't know if you've heard 100%. I'm trying to find uh, about the status of Joey Trevor Johnny Lawrence over there in Jacksonville. But as it stands right now, the Cleveland Browns at home minus three and a half over the Jags indicates to me that probably Lawrence does not play. Uh, this Cleveland Browns team just got their asses handed to them by the fucking Rams. And I get it. That was on the road, and they're at home. But Jacksonville, plus three and a half. Um, what do you think? I mean, it, I'll try to I'll try to find information on, on Lawrence while you're talking, but it, see, it screams to me that Lawrence is out. Yeah, that line screams to me that Lawrence is out. And I think it makes it the Travis Antienne show. Uh, he's going to have to probably carry the rock way more than he's you know typically does because he's he's kind of a uh, multi multi-positional multi-talented you know he runs and he catches a lot of passes out of the backfield i can see ntn getting 25 30 touches in this game just to try and take some pressure off the quarter who, who is the quarterback if it's not joey lawrence very good backup quarterback it's uh, cj bethard okay so bethard's all right um, he's been around for a long time. He's he's been in the game. He was with the 49ers. Um, I think he's been with an, another team or two as well. So you know he knows the system. He's been there. I think he was there last year too. So he knows the system. That they'll be okay. But it's the same situation with the Browns, right? This offense just no Deshaun Watson. They just not have been very good. No Nick Chubb. They've relied heavily on their defense. But we saw it last week against the Rams. If you can get to this defense, that offense has no answer. I can't bet this game. There's just too many injuries, too many question marks. But I will lean Jacksonville with the three and a half points. Uh, same here. I'll, I'll lean Jacksonville as well. Um, you know, so I there's no definitive statement on Lawrence. He did practice on Thursday. He's done some walkthroughs. So it's possible. It's possible he does play. Um, so keep an eye out of that on Sunday. Um, if you want to take a flyer on Jacksonville plus a three and a half banking on him playing, uh, not, not a terrible idea. I do think that he's a warrior. He wants to be out there. Uh, just too many question marks for me. All right. Another one where I, I, I'm not quite understanding this. I understand that the Cincinnati Bengals did have a big win this week with their backup quarterback looking pretty fucking good. They're at home. Hosting the Indianapolis Colts, Cincinnati minus two. I think the Colts are a way better team than the Cincinnati Bengals iteration are right now. Uh, Colts playing some damn good football. So them getting two. You you drinking uh, drinking the Colts Kool Aid yet, Panther? Um, I mean, to some degree, I have been. But let's go through here real quick and look at these Colts wins. They beat the, they beat the Texans in week number two. They beat the Ravens quality win. That was before the Ravens decided they were going to beat the Ravens. Uh, they beat the Titans. They lost to the Browns. They lost to the Saints. They beat the Panthers. No love there. They beat the Patriots. No love there. Beat the Buccaneers. No love there. They beat the Titans. I think we look at the, the, the Colts and see their record. We see their quarterback, you know, with Minshew. We see Jonathan Taylor. We think this is a good team. I don't know that they're a good team. I just think they're one of the better of the mediocre teams. Cincinnati showed last week that even without Joe Burrow, they still have 
a little element of explosiveness to their offense. And I, listen, I'm a big believer in this coach. I put him right up there with Sean McVay, who I, I do love, even though you're the Rams guy. I think McVay is one hell of a coach. He, there's no quit in this Bengals team. I think the Bengals actually can win this game. I will eat those two points and take the Cincinnati Bengals. I disagreement in this one. And again, you, you you beat the teams that are in front of you, and that's what the Colts have been doing. And I can't say that the Bengals, this iteration of the Bengals, is much better than the, the Buccaneers. You know, I I don't know. I put them very similar in my rankings um without Joe Burrow. But again, they shocked me last week. Like they 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 had a their backup quarterback um really got it done, had a great chemistry. And if that if that continues, yeah, maybe the Bengals aren't dead. I mean, they're not winning a Super Bowl, but maybe they aren't dead and gone, especially with uh, the fading Steelers there. I- I'm going to bet the Colts in this one. Um, I just I, I really like what I'm seeing from this team defensively uh, running the ball and uh, protecting their quarterback. So that's that's why Minshew has been able to do what he's doing. Uh, he, he's being protected. He's having time to fucking throw the ball. Can't say the same for Cincinnati. I think this Colts defense can get to them. So $25 bet on the Colts. Moving on. Oh, man. Big fucking game, Panther. Baltimore Ravens hosting my L.A. Rams. Baltimore favored by seven and a half. Sex Panther. Disrespecting my Rams or or Baltimore the real deal here? Um, Man, it's, it's so hard to say with the Ravens. Uh, one week. They're the real deal. The next week, uh, they they eke one out and play a closer game than you thought they should have. Uh, the Rams have been playing better, right? Right around the time you pretty much buried them. We're going to put them in the bottom five. They decide to slap together a couple wins and get into the playoff picture. And even, listen, even with a loss here in the NFC, they're still in the playoff picture. That's how bad the NFC is. I think the Ravens win but I'm really not willing to eat seven and a half. I honestly, I'd probably eat maybe three. I think the Rams are going to give the Ravens all that they can handle. This is going to host their game. Um, I'll lean the Rams with seven and a half points. My concern here is when the Ravens win, they usually win big. You know, it's uh, I'm looking at this uh, 10 point win, 14 point win, 34 point win. Seven point win, uh, 32 point win, eight point win, 25 point win. You know, <laughs> it's when they win, they usually win big. Now, when they lose, it's extraordinarily fucking bad. Like they're losing to teams that they probably shouldn't be losing to as well. I, I think the Rams have a puncher's chance of going into Baltimore and being competitive and maybe winning this game by a fucking chip shot, fucking, you know, like a a game winning fucking field goal or fucking something out there, like a fucking miracle bad play by the fucking Ravens to end the game or something like that. I just, I see it. I see the Ravens beating teams by these double digits. I just can't do it. I'm betting the Rams in this one with a seven and a half. I think even if Baltimore does win this one, I have them winning this by a point or two. So fuck you statistics. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like you in high school and I don't like you now. Uh, 
$25 bet on the Rams. Okay. And you uh, did you bet the Rams or lean the Rams in that one? I just lean the Rams. Lean them. Okay. All right. Uh, I think we can get one more before we take a break. Let's look at the Carolina Panthers on the road in New Orleans. New Orleans favored by five and a half. I hate this fucking game, Sex Panther. Um, I hate it too, but Carolina... Uh, I mean, what are you going to say about this team? We, we we don't like the team. We have questions about the quarterback. They don't have a head coach. It's got an interim coach. They got a dipshit for an owner. Um, I, what are you supposed to say about the Panthers? The Saints are in the conversation. They need this win. They cannot lose this game. If the Saints can get this win, then they're right there in the thick of that absolute shit show of mediocrity that is the NFC I, I think the Saints win, but do I trust them at five and a half? Carolina has not been like anybody's bitch. They put up points. Their offense is moving the ball. They're scoring. They're losing. But five and a half, maybe, maybe New Orleans. I'm not going to bet it. I'll lean New Orleans. But really, you trust the Saints with five and a half, Max? Uh, no, in fact, I'm going to lean Carolina in this one. Multiple injuries uh, on this uh, Saints squad, including Derek Carr, still in concussion protocols. He did practice yesterday, but it he's still got a fucking pass concussion protocols. He, the dude's been banged up all year. Unfortunately, the bringing in Derek Carr was not the answer for this Saints team to take him to the next uh, level. He has been good, though. I mean, he's, he's been Derek Carr. You know, uh, just injured and banged up. Taysom Hill also injured. He was a dynamic weapon for quite a few weeks for that team. He's banged up. So all those injuries piling up. Saints at home, they should win this one. Absolutely. Maybe by three, four, something like that. Five and a half, a tad bit too much for me. I will lean Carolina there. And with that, we will take a quick break. After that, we will finish up the NFL. Touch on NBA and NHL. Stay tuned. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are back, possibly never even left you. We are tracking for a 50-minute show, Sex Panther, as predicted. Uh, we are moving to your future home state or future home city of Las Vegas as your Raiders are hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Las Vegas getting three at home. This Minnesota team, uh, they're looking kind of iffy. Do they cover this one? I don't know because part of the question is I don't know who the quarterback is. They haven't, they never really said coming out of the bye. Let's remember, they've had two weeks to prepare for this game. But Dobbs was not the guaranteed starter going into the bye week. And I haven't heard who's going to start this game. The Raiders have played opponents tough. They played the Dolphins tough. They won a couple games before that. I mean, the Raiders have not just laid down and rolled over. And they haven't been the bitch that they kind of were with McDaniels as the head coach. I think Pierce is doing a good job. I think he's got a really good chance of landing this head coaching job unless Tomlin wants to go. Wink, wink, cough, cough. Uh, but I don't 
trust either one of these teams. I know we liked Minnesota when they were on that light, nice little win streak, but with that ugly loss and now a bye week, I don't know who they are. I'll take the home team plus the three points for 25 bucks. I'm going to lean Minnesota in this one. You got uh, Justin Jefferson coming back from IR this week. He's going to make his debut since getting injured. And they did announce uh, yesterday that Dobbs will be the quarterback for at least one more week. So let's see what Dobbs can do with uh, one of the best wide receivers in the game. Um, uh, that, that's going to be something to see. I Listen, I'm leaning Minnesota, but I could easily lean Las Vegas here. It's a three-point line. My score suggests a three-point win by Minnesota. So, I mean, to me, this is technically a push. So, uh, that said, I, ju- I just think that, you know, Minnesota has, has enough here to get it done. Uh, and they're fighting for a playoff. Uh, now, technically speaking, the Raiders aren't out of the playoffs, but they're kind of out of the playoffs. Uh, so, yeah, a lean on Minnesota. Okay, man, big line alert here. The Seattle Seahawks on the road in San Francisco. Did you did you want to take a gander of what this line is, Sex Panther? Seattle, San Francisco, divisional matchup. Uh, I mean, everybody's drinking the San Francisco Kool-Aid. Huge bitch slapping of Philadelphia. It's in San Francisco. It's double digits. Oh, it's absolutely double digits. This is 11. San Francisco minus 11. Now, when I saw this line, I was like, there's no fucking way San Francisco's winning this game by 11. Panther, when I ran my numbers, I have San Francisco winning by 11. (laughs) On the dot. So, to me, I'll lean San Francisco here, but wow, that's a big line against a a divisional opponent and technically a playoff-bound team. Technically, but they have not been playing very well at all. And San Francisco, since they came off that bye, has just been red hot. So red hot. Then now Brock Purdy is the favorite to win the MVP. Christian McCaffrey's doing McCaffrey things. All the wide receivers are healthy. The defense is just mowing offensive offensive lines down and getting to quarterbacks. I think it's a long, long day for Geno Smith. I'm going to eat the 11 and put 25 bucks on these gold diggers. I really don't hate it. I really, I really don't hate it. We got a lot of agreement this week, by the way. Um, wow, we got a lot of agreement. We're going to put together a nice parlay, I'm sure. All right. Heading to Los Angeles, where the Chargers are hosting the Denver Broncos. Chargers at home, only minus two and a half. I'll tell you this. I got Denver outright winning this game, but I'm not going to fucking bet it. I'll lean Denver. How about you? I mean, the Chargers just put up against the New England Patriots, a team that just dropped 21 on the fucking Steelers. I don't know. I They need a new head coach in, in L.A., San Diego, wherever the fuck, the Chargers. I, is it time for a new head coach? I don't like pointing a finger and blame, but this team has been a dysfunctional mess for the last four 14, 40 years. I don't know. They, they just cannot get out of their own way. I think the Chargers are a better team. I, I On paper, the Chargers are a better team. But they're not playing better football. The Broncos, as much as we hated them, as much as we loathe them, I kind of despise Russell Wilson. Like He's just the epitome of a game manager. I, the, I agree with you. The Broncos are going to win this game outright. I'm not betting it. Fuck no, I'm not betting it. 
But I'm with you. I think the Broncos win this game outright in what is probably a de facto home game for the Denver Broncos, right? Yeah, I think so. There will be more Denver Broncos uh, jerseys and fans in the stand in L.A. than there will be Chargers fans. Uh, feel, you know, feel bad for this franchise, right? I mean, they have a Hall, Hall of Fame quarterback that, you know, they squandered his career in, in Phillip Rivers. They've got a star quarterback that they're squandering his career right now. Like, listen, man, Justin Herbert, you know, Staff, Stafford's uh, going to be out of the picture in, in a year or two. If you want to just, like, cross locker rooms and play for the Rams, I, th- I we, we will better utilize you than the Chargers. I can guarantee you that. I do think a head coaching change will be made this year in uh, in the Chargers uh, organization. Um, and they've got talent, and they're just squandering it. Denver. They made their big head coaching splash. It seems to have paid off. This team is playing a lot better after getting over some really shitty football play earlier in the season. Denver's a dangerous team. I think they win this week, keep their playoff hopes alive, leaning the Broncos. All right. We got the two most important or the two best matchups maybe of the week's X-Panther. Let's head to Kansas City where the Swifties will be in full force rooting on Travis Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs as the Buffalo Bills come into town with their 9-11 shouting head coach. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Fucking terrible. Fucking goddamn fucking. Read the room, buddy. Read the country, buddy. Re- seriously, read the goddamn fucking country. How dare you? Anyway, Kansas City only, only minus one and a half. Wow. Sex Panther, we, we talked about the Kansas City offense and how limited it is. Are they in jeopardy of losing to the Buffalo Bills this week? I mean, in reality, yes, they are in jeopardy. But let's be honest, neither one of these teams are playing good football. One of the things I said last week when they took on Green Bay, I mean, I praised, praised the Chiefs defense. Nobody's talking about the Chiefs defense. Then they gave up to, they gave up 27 to the fucking Packers. I don't know if the Packers have scored 27 in any other game this season. And they did that against the Chiefs defense. The Chiefs have lost three of their last five. The Buffalo Bills have lost three of their last four. And the one win that they had was against the goddamn Jets. Neither are playing very good. But what I will say about the Chiefs, after a loss, they rebound. They get a victory. After each loss they've had, they've rebounded with a victory. At home against a, a, a Buffalo team that is kind of viewed as a rivalry or whatever, you know, between Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City, kind of this thing in the AFC. Uh, Buffalo's faded. I still don't like them. I think the Chiefs rebound. I'll lay the point. Give me the Chiefs for 25 bucks. Uh, Buffalo terrible on the road this year. They're one four away from from you know uh, their their great state of New York, and um, the Chiefs are are a really good home team. I agree. Chiefs rebound after a loss. Uh, tough matchup though. Uh, I'll probably I'll probably lean the Bills with the points here. Um, but yeah, I, this could be the death knell. The Chiefs could really just put a death knell in one of their AFC rivals. That that'll be it for the Bills if the Chiefs win this one. Okay, matchup of the week. Zex Panther, Sunday night football. Philadelphia Eagles, fresh off their loss to San Francisco, hoping to prove that they still are elite, taking on their division opponent, Dallas Cowboys. This really 
could be critical for the San Francisco 49ers because if if Philadelphia loses another game and San Francisco can win out, uh, San Francisco will get that number one seed because they beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And oh, by the way, if Philadelphia loses and Dallas wins this week, it's a tie for first place in the East. And man, Dallas Cowboys, they like to beat up on the bad teams. They finally beat a winning team. They finally did it. Can they do it again? Dallas at home, minus three and a half Sex Panther. They beat a winning team until they beat them, and then they were a 500 team, so they're no longer a winning team. They'll probably be a losing team after this week. I don't. I mean, I'm still not sold on the Cowboys. I haven't been sold on the Cowboys all season long. You know, the, the Philadelphia Eagles just ran into an absolute buzzsaw. What happened in Philadelphia last week? I, I mean, those teams played 10 times. That's happening twice. Philadelphia is better than that. Philadelphia's better than Philadelphia. Or better than Philadelphia. They're better than Dallas. I think Philadelphia wins this game outright, but I'm going to take my three and a half points. Prime time, Sunday night football. I wish I didn't have to work. I'd really watch this game. Uh, 25 bucks on the mean green machine from Philadelphia. All right. I'm on the opposite side. I'm going to bet the Dallas Cowboys. I'm doing it. Cowboys Nation. Come on. This doesn't even sound right. Coming out of your mouth. Uh, America's team. Cowboys fans. I'm backing you. I'm backing you in this one. And this is not my hatred of the Eagles or the Eagles fans. This is not that. This is Dallas at home. Sunday night football. And mostly because I want chaos. Sex Panther. This is why I'm rooting for the for the Cowboys in this one. I just want chaos. I think it would be amazing. <laughs> you know? Uh, just, just to see what happens in the NFC. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I, I think th- this is going to be a good matchup, honestly. I, D- Dallas played Philadelphia really tough last week. Philadelphia's going to feel the pressure after that loss to San Francisco and ass whipping by, by, by San Francisco. They're going to feel the pressure to show up. Uh, uh, maybe some home cooking from the officials. I don't know. Maybe a couple of pass interference calls that are uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudged away. I don't know. Uh, we saw some of that shenanigans last night. Maybe we'll see some more in this Sunday night football game. Yeah. $25 bet on the Cowboys. All right. We got our DJ parlay, by the way, we got the Houston Ooh, Texans. We got the Houston Texans minus three and a half. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars plus three against Cleveland, right? And then we got the San Francisco 49ers minus 10.5 against Seattle. So that DJ Parlay will pay 637 when we win, because we will win this one. We're going to win this one, Panther. It's going to happen. All right. Over to the NBA. What do you got for us? I think we do. We talked a little bit in the pre-show. I do think we've got some agreement on some of these games. So not a lot that we're going to bet on. Full slate, though, with the, by the way, in-season tournament Saturday. L.A. fucking Lakers. Lakers. L.A. fucking Lakers against the Indiana Pacers. God damn. (laughs) So listen, real, real quick before I get to the NBA, I want to ask you something about that Dallas-Philadelphia game, and and if it matters. Uh, Because I'm actually surprised you didn't bring it up. McCarthy had surgery this week. Will he be on the sideline? And if he's not, does that matter, better or worse for Dallas? I I don't think it matters. I do believe he's actually going to be there from what I saw. Um, Let's see, surgery. Last time I saw it, he was going to be there. Um, 
Do, 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 do. I don't want images. I want news. I don't want to see his fucking surgery. Yeah, he's going to coach against the Eagles, so he'll be there. Yeah, it's he will be there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, was a, it was appendicitis. I wasn't sure what it was. I just yeah, saw it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's McCarthy. I'm not reading that deep. I mean, if it's McCarthy, you'd probably think heart issues, but no, it's it's fucking appendicitis. <laughs> yeah. He'll be fine. Like, listen, I, I, I had gallbladder surgery once. I had my gallbladder taken out, and I was fine. But you know, the next day after the fucking uh, uh, drugs wore off, I was, you know, I was I was okay. But yeah, appendicitis, pretty much the same thing. It's an organ you don't need. They take it out. You're 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 fine in a couple of days. All right, NBA, we were talking about it. The Indiana Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton. I told you, my MVP fucking uh, bet on Tyrese Halliburton just took a, a, a stock up yesterday. That's for fucking sure, as they're going to face the Lakers, the goddamn fucking motherfucking stupid goddamn fucking motherfucking Lakers on Saturday. But that means we got a full slate of NBA today, so your fantasy squad will be happy for at least one day this week, and we have lots to bet on. Where are we starting off at? Uh, we're going to start with X Chris and two of his teams. One good, one not so good. Not so good as Detroit Pistons. I don't even know if it's arguable, Max. I think the Detroit Pistons are the worst team in the NBA. I don't think talent-wise they are. But, man, if the results and the scores don't scream that they are, I don't know what does. Orlando, we knew they were on the up. I thought maybe they were another year away. Could have maybe missed that one. They might be the real deal this year. They're at home, and they're laying 11 and a half. Say it out loud. Orlando Magic minus 11 and a half. And I can get there. Detroit that bad. They'll lose by two touchdowns. Give me the Magic for 10 bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm betting this one too. Lock this one into our our DJ parlay. I think I think Orlando absolutely wipes the floor with Detroit. Uh, coming off of a shocker of a loss last time out, right? Orlando. I bet I bet on Orlando and they kind of shit the bed last time. I think they bounce back today. Um, this this is a damn good Orlando Magic team. Uh, defensively, one of the best in the league. Uh, Magic have actually lost two in a row. Wow, that's 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 crazy. Uh, don't think it's going to be three. Detroit. Absolutely terrible. They've lost 18 fucking games in a row. Oh, my God. If <laughs> like seriously, they've lost 18 games in a row. The Spurs are looking up at them. And it's like, it's like, man, we're not that shitty. We've only lost 15 in a row. <laughs> do, they see, uh, do these two play each other sometime soon? I hope. <laughs> the guys, uh, yeah, it's going to end in a fucking tie somehow. On Thursday uh, night. Excuse me, Thursday night. It's got to be a Thursday night. Fucking A. Uh, $10 bet on the Magic. Next game up, Cleveland going to South Beach, take on Miami. Cleveland, I listen, I really think they're kind of like the same team, right? They got good guard play. They got elite centers. They play pretty solid defense. Cleveland's a little bit younger, but Miami is on like this last hurrah. I kind of buried them at the beginning of the season, but they've had a resurgence. They're still the Miami Heat. They're still pretty damn good, even with Tyler, Tyler Hero still being out. At home, I, I can't fade Miami at home. So give me the Hurricanes, Dolphins, Heat, plus one and a half for 10 bucks. Man, you know, the funny thing, too, is uh, Cleveland's a pretty good fucking road team this year. Uh, they, they, they're they better on the road than they are at home. As for Miami, they're five and three at home this year. It's not like they're dominant like they used to be. I'm going to lean the Heat in this one. I just, I didn't love it. Too close for me to call here. Uh, I'll lean Miami. All right. You guys are going to pick up on a trend with me and maybe Max, too. Um, I, this, is a, this is a bettable slate because there's some 
decent teams going against some shitty teams. And this is another one of those games. The Minnesota Timberwolves are going to Memphis, take on the Grizzle. Uh, listen, the Grizzlies are bad. I think we're getting closer to a John Morant return, but they're so bad, I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think they can sneak into the, the play-in games, the play-in tournament, and backdoor their way into the playoffs. Maybe Jaw's a difference maker, but they don't have Jaw here. Going against a T-Wolves team that I undersold, I was wrong. I admit it. D-Wolves are way better than I expected. And we got to lay six and a half. I can get there. Memphis sucks. Give me the T-Wolves for 10 bucks. Yeah, totally betting this one as well. $10 bet on Minnesota. As you talk about John Morant, I believe he will be five games out. It was a 25-game suspension, so uh, this will be game number 21 for Memphis. So four or five games back um, until he's back. And, and playoff-wise, they're only four games out of a playoff spot. Like So, I mean, it's doable. Now, the problem is here's, here's the teams that they would have to knock out of the play-in tournament right now. Phoenix, New Orleans, the Clippers, or the Rockets. Rockets could fade, absolutely. But so the problem the is, <laughs> but the problem is, they also have to leapfrog Golden State because right now Golden State uh. is eleventh in the West. They're wow. outside looking in right now. The Golden State Warriors are outside of the playoffs as it stands, and and the Utah Jazz, by the way, and the Utah Jazz are a damn good fucking home team. Terrible on the road, but a damn good home team. So they could pick up some wins as well. Uh, Memphis doable to make in the play-ins, but ah man, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough because I also don't see any of the you know I mean Phoenix is in the play-in tournament right now. The fucking Phoenix Suns are in like if the season were to end today, the Phoenix Suns at twelve and nine are in the play-in tournament. That's that's just fucking crazy, it's just nuts. So that's the West for you. Um, anyway, ten dollar bet on the Western Conference leading Minnesota Timberwolves. Last game up for me, the Chicago Bulls are going to Texas, take on those aforementioned San Antonio Spurs. Losers of 15 in a row. Can we make it 16 in a row? Yes. Yes, I think we can. The return of Zach Levine, Zach Levine, however you want to pronounce it, uh, he should be back. He's been out for about two weeks. I mean, you got DeRozan, you got Pooch, you got Zach. This is a better team. They're laying two and a half on the road. Say what you will about the Bulls. They're better than these really shitty teams. I'll eat those two and a half and put 10 bucks on doubles. Uh, to quote one of our former presidents, uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Um, uh, I won't be fooled again. Uh, and <laughs> I'll lean the Bulls in this one. But you ain't fooling me again, Chicago. I'm, I, don't know, I don't know if I'll ever bet on this fucking team ever again. Seriously, fucking hey, you know if you, if you uh, listen if, if if the Chicago Bulls happen to lose this one or don't even cover on Monday, that's the first thing I'm gonna fucking say to you because I mean, how dare you, Sex Panther, bet this fucking Chicago Bulls team after what they've done to you all season? <laughs> oh God! Anything else? That's it. That is it. I got one more, and that will be uh, the aforementioned Golden State Warriors on the road against the OKC Thunder. OKC Thunder. Uh, they lost their last one that I bet on them, and I don't think they're going to lose again. Golden State Warriors, not terrible on the road, like they have been, a 500 team on the road, and Oklahoma City, uh, better, actually better on the road than they are at home, but I think the OKC Thunder get it done today. I think they win. I think they cover this one. Uh, Josh Giddy goes for 15 again, and, 
they get it done. Uh, $10 bet on the Thunder. Yeah, I probably should be on this one. I just, you know, I was on the Thunder uh, last time when they lost uh, to the Missiles, if I remember. And it just kind of spooks me. Usually when I bet on a team and they lose, I kind of have to just, like, take a game off. And that's probably what this was. I completely agree with you. I think the Thunder are the play. I'll give you all the moral support without betting them. Lean Oklahoma City Thunder. I do think we have some agreement in on the ice, so we can throw a third team into our Dejan parlay. Uh, you're betting two of the three, I believe. We're off the Blues and Blue Jackets. That's the game that we're both off of. Um, man, I almost like the Blue Jackets at home with the plus line. Um, but that's a non-bettable game. So we're off that one. We're on the – well, you're you're on both the, the other two. So uh, go ahead. What you doing? Uh, well, we got the yellow and black penguins going to Florida to take on my namesake, the Panthers. And I don't really trust the penguins. Some days are good. Some days are bad. And I think I trust the Panthers just a little bit more and just a little bit more than that when they're at home. So 10 bucks on the Florida Panthers. Yep. This will be the third game into the DJ parlay. I really like the Panthers here at home. Uh, solid home team, Pittsburgh. Penguins, um, you know, they've lost three in a row. They're they're starting to fall to the bottom of uh, the Metropolitan. Devils won yesterday, by the way. Devils won, so they're, they're they're out of the basement in the Metropolitan. <laughs> so uh, they're creeping up, and and hopefully they can you know leapfrog the other four fucking teams in front of them uh, and then make the playoffs. Uh, Florida's they they're one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. I think they get it done today. Listen, I have uh, one line. I'm going to lock us in at minus 148 at DraftKings. That line is going to change very soon. Caesar's got this at minus 170 already, Sex Panther. Oh, wow. This fucking line is going to be vicious. If you can get this minus 148, if you're listening early, and, and man, I think you should jump all over the fucking Panthers here. $10 bet on Florida, uh, which brings man. us up to the last game of the night here for you, Panther. Man, I wrote that down at minus 135, so it's... It's skyrocketing bright and early in the morning before the sun even comes up. But the sun will go down on the Minnesota Wild going to Edmonton take on the Eskimos. I Listen, I, I did a max. I kind of did a max a few weeks ago. I shit on Edmonton. I, I, I shit on these Oilers, right? I, I, I buried them. They were garbage they were done i talked about how good their offense was and it wasn't playing well and then then they decided to start winning and just just keep winning and more winning and they're still winning they're winning so much now vegas is making them a minus 175 against the wild who's not very good by the way i don't like eating this much chalk but i feel like it's a win i'll just take a win i need more wins give me the oilers for Oh, almost at 25 bucks. 10 bucks. Uh, Homer in the chat saying he's puck lining plus 150 on the Oilers. I don't think that's a terrible play, honestly. Uh, minus 162 on the Oilers was a tad bit out of my comfort zone. That said, minus 162 ain't going to last very long. DraftKings got this minus 180. Caesars got this at plus, uh, minus 178. BetMGM has this at minus 185. This is going to get bad for the Oilers, so you might want to puck line this here. Minus 162, it seems like a fucking value play at this point, Sex <laughs> so, yeah, right? Tons of more support. I'm leaning the Oilers with you. Okay. 
Almost hit the 50-minute mark, and here we go. DGen parlay time will push us at the 50-minute mark. Orlando Magic minus 11.5 in the NBA. Minnesota Timberwolves minus 6 in the NBA. Florida Panthers minus 148 on the money line in the NHL. Uh, that will pay out 519. A homer saying Panthers puck line. I don't have a puck line for the Oilers. That's who he's talking about. He's doing the Panthers puck line. He doesn't have a puck line for the Oilers. Okay. Same thing. I think the Panthers puck line is not, not terrible. And big fucking plus line there. So not bad. Anyway, 519 on our three-way parlay. Sex Panther, happy Friday. Take us home. Time to go home, kids. Five more working days. And I'm back on vacation going to Vegas. Hope my throat gets better. I'm still still a little sore. But listen, I we I repeat from yesterday. Appreciate you guys so much for giving us something to do. Max and I really, really enjoy doing this. We've been running long. And we're not mad about it. We've enjoyed it. Great conversation. You guys can converse with us. You can shoot the shit with us on Facebook, X Twitter, or right here in the Asylum. Join our Discord channel. Come in here and call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, and the rest of the weekend. And when it's all said and done, kids, fuck the Lakers and make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.